0: You know, if you want to protect like the biggest tree in Florida, mm. you can put a fence around it. Yeah. Or if you want to protect a, you know, a national monument, you can, you know, rope it off or protect it. You can't do that with a spring. Yeah. Because what impacts the spring is all of the stuff that happens in the basin. Okay. So the only way to protect springs is to protect all the land um, around those springs.
1: let's go ahead and introduce uh our guests for today so um go ahead and introduce yourself and kind of like your role and what you do for work and all of that stuff and we can kind of take it from there
0: yeah thanks for uh having me on i am ryan smart and i am the executive director of the florida springs council um okay. which means that i spend most of my time uh educating people about springs and for trying to protect
1: them very cool um and so, like, with that job, how, how long have you been doing that?
0: I've been at the Florida Springs Council for five years now. Okay. Um, recently, actually. Okay. And um, before that, I was the president of 1000 Friends of Florida, okay. another environmental group that focuses on land use. Okay. Um, and I worked for the Florida Conservation Coalition with... Uh, former Governor Bob Graham and uh, Nathaniel Reed okay uh, become an environmental hero in Florida who is responsible for the Endangered Species Act uh, okay. federally.
1: So what what brought you to like the Florida Spring Council going from like where you were at before?
0: Yeah I mean my uh, I grew up in North Florida um, okay. and my family spent a lot of weekends um, at springs, Springs around here um, yeah. actually Silver Springs. Alexander, uh, Silver Glen.
1: Like the Ocala National Forest. Juniper, and, yeah. yeah. I mean, this was
0: kind of, you know, we'd head out to the Santa Fe River too sometimes. Yeah. Um, but really, this was my stomping ground. Okay. And there just wasn't a lot of attention to springs. Um, there wasn't a single group that was kind of responsible for trying to organize advocacy and education and okay. do lawsuits. Um, and because of that, the springs were really falling behind. Um, a lot of our other. Kind of treasures in Florida, yeah, um, and that was something that I wanted to change. Uh, really, one of the reasons that I got into this line of work at all um, was to try to change that dynamic and to do more to protect North Florida. Um, uh, still to this day, South Florida gets about 90% of the money and 90% of the attention, yeah,
1: um, on, on the most Everglades. Of populations out there, right? I mean, right, yeah, yeah.
0: and the Everglades, well, and the money, um, yeah, it's not yeah, just yeah. the population, yeah, yeah. but it's the, the wealth of the population and the fact that a lot of those projects you know benefit very wealthy uh, landowners on the coasts Um, but here you know I think there's really nothing more special maybe in the world than this area's collection of uh, freshwater springs and when they uh, started a group that was going to be dedicated to trying to protect them um, and that group had some wonderful people involved in it and um, on the board. I just couldn't you know, wait for the opportunity and felt real lucky when they chose to hire me.
1: Yeah. Very cool. Um, that's awesome. So what, like, I, I mean, I don't know if it was just like a gradual thing. So growing up in Florida that you, I mean, was there any particular thing that you're like, Oh, I, I see the like you have visited a particular spring where you got to like visibly see it changing over time or Was it just kind of you doing your own research and learning about the like threats to the springs or like where how what kind of was like a switch for you that kind of made you more aware of this that you needed to kind of be more of a a force to help and and protect them
0: yeah um you know i i really just fell in love with you know not only the waters but the forests around here um and one of the really great things about protecting springs, and one of the things that makes me uh, love my job so much, yeah. um, is that you know, if you want to protect like the biggest tree in Florida, mm-hmm. you can put a fence around it. Yeah. Or if you want to protect a, you know, a national monument, you can you know, rope it off or protect it. You can't do that with a spring, yeah. because what impacts the spring is all of the stuff that happens in the basin. Okay. So the only way to protect springs is to protect all the land um, around those springs.
1: And like the watershed areas. Right, where, where right. So,
0: you know, you get this great benefit of... Here we can
1: kind of slow up here just because uh, we sure. might have some manatees here and see what we can Absolutely. spot while we're um, just kind of hanging out.
0: Yeah, so, you know, you just, you get to protect so much more than just the spring when you um, protect springs,
1: yeah, um, yeah.
0: but at the same time, it's something that you can really rally people and organize <laughs> around things that uh, people love here in some of the native yeah. uh, Ocala wildlife.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've been very, I guess, like fortunate that I, I actually grew up in central Florida. Um, so like, I'm very familiar with like the Chris River area. And um, I mean, I think until until I was probably like middle school oh, there's actually the female gator right there you can see her back oh yeah, yeah. good eyes uh, and the baby actually look on the logs you can kind of see him up on that oh yes yeah
0: with, oh my god with the, They're all,
1: the the babies are always on that log right there that's awesome um so it's cool i i being out here so often uh i can kind of anticipate anticipate where really where we're cool. going to spot stuff yeah nice. but i haven't seen mom over here in a while um it's pretty cool to see them but um the baby gators are so beautiful yeah. they still have the colors i know I'm gonna get a awesome. quick little video here. It's cool. So you can spot the mama. And baby. There's a, I don't know how many there actually are still out here, but the babies, I know that, like, I think these are from last season. Um, yeah. And there were a lot more than, I, I think the most I've seen out here recently in the last handful of months is uh, three. Um, so I'm pretty sure most of them became a snack for another animal (laughs) i'm sure absolutely yeah yeah Yeah. very cool um but uh yeah so just even watching like the transformation of just crystal river and um yeah it's it's crazy like the and i feel like just even with like social media and all of that and how how much florida and these like wild spaces have changed um Cause yeah. it's just, I mean, people like it is beautiful, and like it, it I totally get people wanting to experience these places, but, um, but yeah, there's definitely a lot more um, exposure than than there is like on the other side trying to like protect them. Like it's the right,
0: yeah, you know that we have this thing that we talk about called shifting baselines, right? Yeah. Um, you know, and when I see this river, I mean, it's still pretty, but it's not nearly what the pictures look yeah. like. Yep. Um, you know, when we were out here uh, in 1986. Okay. Um, but then I talked to the old heads.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: been coming here since the 60s. Yeah um, you know, and, and to them this looks like nothing at all. What like the remember, river yeah. that they remember. So, you know, one I think one of the things that really convinces me is is the science. Okay. You know, because yes, this is still beautiful
1: to us, but you know, it's not just about oh, actually manatees right here. Let's just see if we can oh, yeah. spot them real quick. <sighs> pump the brakes. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No,
0: no, no. Dude, this is definitely <laughs> worth it.
1: Um, yep, there's a little little snout. Try to pull up on the oh, side. Oh, nice. Very cool. I don't want to get too close, but... Sorry, you can continue. I just... No. Um, See, so yeah, i just trying to really focus
0: on, on the science, right? You know, yeah. we know the amount of pollution in the water. Um, we know the decrease in flow here right. at Silver. Um, and then we know how that impacts the biodiversity, right? Because you can really see the difference in the plants and yeah. the fish. Um, you know, we're still so lucky to have manatees in here. Um, yeah. But the manatees have been having a really, really difficult time. Um, and it's one of the reasons that groups are working to get them relisted. Yeah. Um, you know, the truth is they never should have been delisted. Um, and that was uh, an effort by some folks over in, in Crystal River. Yeah. Um, and you know they were successful in that, um, but now, you know because of our water quality problems, we're seeing some of the the massive impacts. Um, so you know if you only say, well, we've managed to solve the boat problem, you're not really looking at the whole system and how yeah, that affects manatees. Yeah, like the manatees. bigger
1: issue, the other multiple then, issues. Even though we
0: have them in here, you know the huge issue for this area, the number one issue, and probably the the lowest hanging environmental fruit in all of Florida, is breaching the Rodman Dam. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, for anyone who who doesn't know, the the Silver River here meets up with the Ocklawaha River, um, and that should all go out into the the St. John's. Um, But about 50 years ago, and one of the stupidest ideas anyone's ever had, they wanted to put a (laughs) giant canal through the middle of Florida, uh, which, you know, does massive damage to the aquifer. Well, luckily- The barge canal.
1: Yeah, Yeah. exactly,
0: the cross-Florida barge canal. Well, luckily, um, under President Nixon, they had the good sense to abandon um, that project. Um, but that dam still remains the dam yeah. has no purpose whatsoever um, And it blocks all of this water from reaching the st. John's, but it also blocks a lot of manatees uh, from being able to get up into the river and uh, Some scientists looked at it and they estimated we'll,
1: that we we'll sorry to let this boat pass through so
0: we don't... 15% of the the manatees um, in the IRL, the eastern seaboard here in Florida, 15% of them could live inside Silver River without really, know, and, and yep, which is a huge number. Yeah, I mean, basically, no,
1: that's, that's massive. Uh, a yeah. large
0: amount of the manatees that starved to death would not mm-hmm. have starved to death yep. um, had they been able to come into the river. Um, and, you know, while we spend about a billion dollars on Everglades restoration every year, you know, that whole project, including a bunch of really good features for this community, uh, parks and boat launches, that whole project would cost about $30 million.
1: Why why do you feel like that there's so much more money, like other than just kind of what you stated at the beginning was like, there's just more people and more, more money, more, more people with money down in that area. Like why, I mean, is that just kind of the sole reason why that like the Everglades gets a lot more exposure in regards to like protecting and funding for that or?
0: Um, Well, you know, if you look at the kind of projects that they're doing down in South Florida, um, they're, they're they're massive infrastructure projects, you know, they're, they're building canals and reservoirs. Um, and the reason that works is because down in South Florida, you have different soils. Okay. and the water doesn't go down into the ground very fast. Okay. So the water runs off. And if you've ever been down in South Florida, you know it's full of canals. Yep. But we don't have any canals you know, up here in North Central Florida and that's because everything you pour on the ground here pretty much ends up in the aquifer yeah. um, and then comes out of spring. So if you want to help this area, you really have to do it through preventing pollution at the source. Okay. And that's not something that a lot of politicians want to do. They want to fund projects and clean it up after the pollution's already occurred, so more
1: like a reactive instead of proactive.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And you know, it's it's always more expensive and it's always less effective to try to re-engineer nature. Yeah. Um. You know, I think it's the, the amount of hubris it takes to think that you can re-engineer a natural system rather than just try to restore it to the way it was. Um. You know, I, I don't think it speaks well of our leadership.
1: I don't know, cause I it, it's tough, cause even just like thinking about it, there's so many different. Like, there's so many different things that are kind of contributing to, like, the decline of the springs and, and like, their, their health and all mm-hmm. of that, and um, it's almost kind of overwhelming to, to be like, okay, where do we start? I mean, whether, like, and we can talk more about this in detail, but, like, whether it's, like, um, commercial agriculture with, yeah. like, pesticides, and then you have, like, residential, uh, just people wanting to have a nice green lawn, mm-hmm. and then you have the i mean the info like the, the massive amount of people flooding into the state of Florida right. um, and moving here and and now like you have that so now you have increased like demand for just food so you're going to have you have to ramp up the agriculture then you have like water consumption of just people living here right. i mean people have to turn on their faucets and take showers and all that and and then you have septic and people going to the bathroom and yep. like all of this. So, I mean, there's like a bajillion different things that all contribute to the negative like direction that the springs are kind of heading. And so like, I guess for like Florida Spring Council and, and like your guys' organization, like what, how do you choose, like what what do you tackle first? Yeah. Or do you do everything at one time? Or like, what, what does <laughs> yeah. that look like?
0: Well, you know, you, you focus on the science and, and you focus on the needs. Okay. Um, you know, while it is really complicated, it's also super, super simple. Um, we need to take less water out of the aquifer, okay. and we need to put less nitrogen into the aquifer. Like it's, it's so simple. Now, how we accomplish those things can be a little more challenging, um, but it's not easy to understand. It's not something we need to study. Um, we know exactly what needs to be done. Okay. Um, and then, like you know, like I said before, a spring is kind of just the results of what's put on the land around it. Yeah. Um, so you gotta you gotta make sure that you that you protect that land, right? You have to do everything you can. So you need to focus on you know how are we developing? You know are we developing too densely? Are we developing you know in areas where we should be preserving? Are we allowing sprawl in areas where there should be dense development? You know are we forcing people to be on wastewater uh, instead of septic tanks? I mean one of the insane things that kind of you know. Gets to how ineffective we are protecting our water is we have a, a, a major right, so looking at. program right now to remove septic tanks in okay. this area. Okay. While they continue to allow new septic tanks to be put in in the same area, right? I mean that 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 doesn't make sense. So um, what,
1: what do you what do you do? So you're like okay, let's remove all the septic tanks. If you're able to achieve that, like what what is I mean, you're just on, like, the city septic system, or, like, On what? the water system, okay, yeah, you're
0: okay. just on, yeah, so, and then, you know, so, if you have a septic tank, yeah, you, the effluent coming out of that has about 60 milligrams per liter of nitrogen. Okay. Um, and... The healthy water limit is 0.35 milligrams, so it's a lot more, right? Okay. Just a lot, lot more. If you take that same effluent, you know, let's say you have a central sewer, yeah, and it goes to an advanced wastewater treatment, it's getting down to under three milligrams per liter. Right, they're, so you're talking about, about 5%. A well, this, a septic tank doesn't have any treatment. Okay. You know, septic tanks are meant to stop the bacteria okay. from, you know, impacting human health. They don't do anything to remove
1: nitrogen. For the environment Right, yeah. yeah,
0: and that's just not what they're, you know... Designed. Typically designed to do. Yeah. Cool
1: turtle. Yeah. <laughs> Popping his head up. Um. So, so, like... So, like, for me and my, and my wife, we actually just moved to the Ocala like I grew up in Christ River I mean I've lived various places throughout Florida but um like more recently we rented a place in Christ River and then we just bought our first home in Ocala not too long ago congrats um yeah thank you and um so like I do know for our house like and and I'm still kind of like I know that we have septic mm-hmm. so like I I don't I don't know like what for somebody like me who who just and, and I know Marion County is one of the biggest like a lot of people because the the cost of living is so low here in Mm -hmm. Marion county like it's one of the highest growing um counties in in florida um and and like i drive certain roads just kind of getting around town and whatnot and and i like i see literally like probably three to five hundred homes all being like these housing developments that are just exploding and and i'm i mean i'm assuming probably all of them are septic um, I mean not. yeah yeah but but I'm saying like for like how for someone like me so like I just bought a house so we have septic like what what would you tell me that I need to do to try to be like a good steward to the environment and try to like reduce my impact on the environment like what would I need to do
0: right my- so there's um you know state funding okay. and the local governments aren't doing a great job necessarily of getting the word out I wish they do better but yeah. there's state funding um, that's covering You know, it depends on where you are and some of your uh, economic, but, you know, it covers a significant portion of upgrading. You know, and and so you have a couple, you know, choices. One is eventually they'll run a sewer line out to you. Yeah. And when they run that sewer line, you know, they'll give you an option to connect to it. And hopefully that wouldn't be that much. And if you wanted to be really proactive, um, you get an advanced septic tank. So there are septic tanks on the market now that do remove um, nitrogen. and are much, much better for the environment. And there is state cost share funding you know, where basically the, the state's giving the county money, and the county can give that money to you okay. for putting in one of those systems. It's so, you know, almost
1: like a tax credit for... it's No, it's not even a tax Bowl. credit.
0: Like They actually pay.
1: Okay. So All it's right. not yeah,
0: not just a tax credit, but they actually pay a percentage of the cost, you know, okay. sometimes up to 80 90%. Wow.
1: Um, That's crazy. So, yeah.
0: So, you know, depending on exactly where you live, right, I would go look on the county website, okay. you know, and search for their programs. And if you're in an area where you're eligible for one, and it's something you want to consider, you know, reach out to the county. Yeah. Um, and, you know, say you want to be a part of it. I know, you know, they're getting this money. They want to get this done. Um, and, you know, if you're buying a house that already had a septic tank, you know, there's not much yeah. you can do about yeah. that. I mean, I wouldn't say to tell anyone don't buy a, a, an existing house yeah. that has a septic tank. You know, I would say try to get it upgraded. But okay. Um, you know, it's really the new development going in on septic tanks, and that's the developers and the local government people. Yeah. I and mean, That's what we need to stop, right? It's, yeah. it's one thing to say we can't fix the whole problem today, and we're going to have to phase them out, you know, over time. It's another thing to be adding new pollution yeah.
1: to the system. Exactly, yeah. So, yeah, it's more trying to – look at all the mullet. Oh, yeah. It's more, more trying to, like, again, just be proactive with it, where it's like you tell all these – commercial builders that like hey instead of doing it this way that you've done for the last 20 30 40 years whatever like right. we're, we're we're in order to help protect these places like we kind of have to switch it up and, right and exactly. i mean that's all like the science and you learn stuff you yep. you educate yourselves and others about like things that need to be implemented in order to i mean i i i know like even with the like commercial um agriculture and stuff that I mean I, mean, I, I don't I don't know the status of stuff like that but um, like trying to get farmers to use more um, sustainable methods of, of like fertilizing crops right. and whatnot um, I mean are, are you familiar like I, I mean are you yeah.
0: yeah I mean you know un- unfortunately um, you know while we, we talk a lot about septic tanks and yeah, yeah, yeah. wastewater treatment and oh, things like that no. hey yeah yeah. <laughs> um, by far, the number one source of pollution to Florida Springs is agriculture. Okay. Uh, agriculture accounts for about 70% of all pollution. Okay. So if you take like everything else you've heard of and you double it, it's still not as much as agriculture.
1: Okay.
0: Um, you know, just in the Sewanee um, Basin, okay. they have to reduce agricultural pollution by about 6 million pounds per year. Wow. And that's just one basin um and the problem is that there's just too much fertilizer being used yeah. too intensely um, on too much acreage and up here like i was saying pretty much anything you pour on the ground it just goes up, right
1: through and into the right
0: atmosphere. so you know what ends up happening is all that fertilizer that they're, they're dumping on the crops you know if a rain event comes or you know even without one um when just when they water with the center pivots you know a lot of that fertilizer flushes straight past the plants and the root zone yeah. and the soil and ends up in the aquifer um, and for most of our springs if we don't do something about um, agricultural pollution you know we'll we'll only see things get worse and worse because farming keeps
1: intensifying um, uh, yeah, with more people moving here, I mean, you need more food. And... Well, you know,
0: a lot of the food, this isn't, we do have some dairies um, yeah. and, and some cattle, um, but most of what the problem is, is corn. And okay. it's not corn that people eat. Um, yeah. It's corn that's used for, for chickens and okay. and things like that. Um, you know, we do produce quite a few watermelons okay. um, up in the Sewanee area. Um, but, you know, it, this isn't a... Major vegetable growing for human consumption. You know, okay. It's much more about commodities,
1: um, you know, and, and it's just Florida's really good at growing corn, and then they probably. Well, said no, they... Florida's terrible oh. at growing corn, oh, okay. um,
0: which is why they have to use so much water and so much nitrogen, so okay. why, which is you know what's destroying our our springs. Um, it's just very financially profitable to do okay. so right now. Um, so, you know, unfortunately, the way the law is set up right now, essentially, there's no. No rules, um, really, for what agriculture can and can't do when it comes to applying fertilizer.
1: Okay. Um, and or just the, free reign, and they get to whatever is works best for them, whatever they can yield the most, exa- they're gonna do it.
0: Exactly. Um, you know, and, and 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 especially in the you know here to some extent, but especially north of here in Santa Fe and Sewanee Yeah. Um, and like Jackson Blue. Um, that's really killing our springs you know yeah. silver where we are today is interesting it's, it's kind of one that I like to use as an example a lot mm. because it's one of the most diversely polluted um, you've got yeah. a big chunk of septic yeah. you got a big chunk of agriculture and you got a big chunk of uh, urban fertilizer here um, so you know the, the, this area really requires addressing all three of those where yeah. you know usually if you go down to like around Orlando, it's almost all septic and urban fertilizer. Okay. You go up, you know, Is north of Gainesville, it's all that. Yeah. yeah, this area gets, you know, you got the horse farms yeah. that add quite a bit. You got some traditional agriculture, have... septic tanks. Yeah. 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 Um, you got a lot of cattle. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's a.
1: But you get up in more kind of like the Santa Fe, Swanee area. I it's mean, like
0: you're... 80% agriculture. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like... there's
1: not a lot of people out there, really. So I, I mean like there are but it's oh, not Oh no, I mean it's not, not comparative to like, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, no. Yeah.
0: I mean, you know, the yeah. Ocala would be the biggest city in quite a few yeah, counties up there.
1: I gotcha. Um So I know you guys are um planning I think next week that we talked about that you guys are actually um starting Look oh, oh, at that speed rock. Are the turtles? <laughs> um that you guys are, are starting with the like legislative stuff um, yeah, starting, yeah. starting next week. Yeah, legislative session starts yeah. in
0: Tallahassee on okay. Tuesday. Okay. Um, and continues on for the next uh, 60 days. Nice. Um, is, is
1: that something that you're like, that you, you go all year? Because I know, yeah, you said it's only 60 days. It's like, kind of like grind time like you really have to like put your head down and work and just kind of push through it and is that something like you're excited for or is it you kind of like you have all this preparation building up to it and you're kind of like like before it even starts you're ready for it to be over like how i mean obviously i know that that's the time when things are like you get to speak on things and make changes and and hopefully yeah
0: yeah i mean you know it, it it's important to the work yeah um you know, I think everyone probably has parts of their jobs that are really important, yeah. But also incredibly miserable. Okay. Um, you know, working in the legislature is is, is that. Um, okay. As an environmentalist. Yeah. Um, you know, it is it is not a uh, a place. You know, you'll 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 never hear a Florida politician say they don't love water. They don't want to protect it. Yeah. Um, but they sure will file a lot of bills that are designed that are... to do the exact opposite. yep. Yeah. Um, and you know, it, 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 it makes it hard because uh, a lot of people up there get angry.
1: Uh, I, I didn't hear you, I'm sorry. Uh, sure, I'll, I, I can. <laughs> um, oh, my bad, my bad. Rubber alligator? I, I don't know, I don't know, I'm not aware of a rubber alligator out here, but you never know. <laughs> but sorry, I didn't mean to, no, no,
0: you didn't. Um, <laughs> Um, so, yeah, but you know, it, it's super important, and we're, we're gearing up for this year. And you know, already um, we've seen a lot of really scary. Oh, look, look, look.
1: Little gator right here swimming right towards uh, us. Oh, yeah. You're not rubber. Yeah, that's a real one. <laughs> Let's see if I can get a video of him here. That's a teeny guy. I love when they're like swimming like that. I know, especially
0: that size. Yeah. They're like all head.
1: Yeah. When you, uh, I get videos of them all the time underwater like this. It's so cool. I'll show you after here if I can get them. I can't really see what I'm recording. Oh, I can see it now. Little guy. He's little teeny. <laughs> That's cool. Good looking gator. Yeah. Sorry, I know you're getting into that. <laughs> no, um, um,
0: so yeah, so we've already got some 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 bills filed. Okay. That um, you know, are really concerning. I think the the two that are probably the most concerning to me. Um, one of them would stop groups like the Florida Springs Council, which I run, yeah. from going to court. <clears throat> and going to court is really what we do most effectively. It's our last resort, um, but you know, both being able to, to do it uh, and to have the credible threat of it yeah. is really important to being uh, you know, taken seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've been fighting a five year long legal challenge with the state over Springs water quality plans, including Silver Springs uh, this spring right here. Yeah. um back in 2016 the legislature passed a bill that required the state to do certain things to protect the springs and they haven't done them so we sued
1: the isn't state it, over that isn't that the, like the b maps yeah the exactly basin man- the basin yeah. management action plan yeah, yeah. so those
0: are basically just the plans to take a spring like this that's really impaired mm-hmm. and bring it back to the health like how i remember it when i was a kid okay. um, and those plans They weren't working because they didn't follow the law and we fought uh, the state for more than four years and we won in the first district court of appeals and because of that, the state's going to be forced to do more to protect our springs and to actually hold polluters accountable, um, which is really what the basis of our, our lawsuit was about. We couldn't make suits like this if this bill passes because what it says is that if we ever lose, we have to pay the other side's attorney's fees. Wow. And that means that we're going up against, you know, 3 billion dollar state agencies yeah, yeah, yeah. that are spending taxpayer money. Like um, you, you would
1: you would you would go under, like, I mean, you couldn't afford Well, right, afford and, that, and, yeah. and you know,
0: and we have a non-profit, so, <laughs> yeah. you know, maybe we could try, Yeah. Um, but no individual, you'd have to put your entire, you know, net yeah. worth yep. um, on the line. So what this is really doing is it's blocking access to the courts from anyone but the wealthiest people and developers and folks who make a financial benefit. Because what I think a lot of people don't realize is that when we go to court and we win, we don't get any money. We don't even get our attorney fees paid for. All we get is cleaner water. Right? So, so to put all some, out of
1: pocket. And you're, right, to put yeah.
0: some huge financial burden on us doing that, um, you know, it's punitive and it, 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 it doesn't make sense. And they've done it with quite a few things. Um, so we're really concerned about that. Uh, the second one is a bill that would essentially eliminate the ability of local governments to regulate wetlands development.
1: Okay.
0: Um, and eliminate setbacks. So, you know, in a lot of places, You'll have like local regulations that'll say you can't build, you know, any closer than this to the water, okay. or you have to like leave some of your your yard undeveloped by a river so that it sucks up nutrients and okay. things like that. Um, and those are really important to protecting water quality and keeping like the runoff from fertilizers and septic tanks and all of that stuff out of our waterways. Um, and they basically want to take those powers away. And that's something that the the legislature has been doing a lot recent years is taking the power to protect our environment away from local governments so, and saying, you know, you can only do this thing that the state says is okay.
1: Yeah. So you you say they, like they, they are trying to take away who— The like... legislature. Okay.
0: You know, I, I don't think you'd even—I mean, it, these, uh, these bills pass overwhelmingly. Okay. Um, and, you know, I'm not saying every single legislator is in favor of these things. Yeah. Um, but, you know, as a body, they continue to pass bills— um, that are signed by Governor DeSantis, um, that take away the power of local governments to you know, just protect their resources, right? You know, kind of, you know, local knows best isn't true for everything, um, but you know, if you are lucky enough to be Marion County and have Silver Springs, yeah. and Silver River, and Akalaja yeah. River, you know, and you understand how valuable that is to your economy, and your culture yeah. and your way of life, like you should be allowed to do whatever you want to protect that river. You shouldn't be told by some politicians up in Tallahassee but, yeah. that you're
1: not allowed to protect the river that's in your backyard. But I, I feel like it's tough though too. I, I mean, like I totally agree, but it's it's also like, I feel like there's a lot of people that are, are here that live five, 10 minute drive from here that don't even know what's going on. And, and they're not educated on, I guess, more of like the science of like the negative impacts and just kind of the direction that the Silver River is kind of headed and, and all of that. Like, I mean, what, what? I'm trying to think, like what, what would be like the fix for that other than just to kind of like tell people about it? I mean. Yeah, no, that's it. it.
0: I mean, I think getting, you know, it's, it's all about um, media. You know, about, we do a lot of social media yeah, um, yeah. at the Florida Springs Council. Um, a lot of stuff, um, especially on, you know, Instagram, yeah. um, connecting with younger folks and Facebook and Twitter. Um, and, 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 you know, podcasts and just, I mean, you got to get the word out and you got to get people out on the water. Yeah. Um, You know, I'm always so disappointed when I go to Tallahassee and a lot of legislators have never seen a spring. Yeah. Never been out on one.
1: Um, and and they're creating things that are. I mean, either one way or the other, they're either protecting them or they're not protecting them, yeah. and, but they've never even experienced it themselves. Well, the like, ones who have never been
0: on one are not protecting them. Yeah, okay, you know, yeah, it's a, yeah. Yeah, you can pretty much say it's, you know, the people who are trying to protect it are the ones who have been out on them, um, you know, gone out on paddles, uh, gone out on boat trips. Um, you know, it, it's effective. I mean, Jeb Bush got taken out on a kayak trip on the Chutuckney River and started the Florida Springs Task Force. Wow. Um, you know, you need to just one, one interaction, one
1: exposure. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. With a, a really great gentleman named Jim Stevenson. It was okay. the, the, kind of the Springs, uh, the grandfather of Springs here in Florida. Very cool. Um, so, you know, education and then, you know, trying to really cut through, um, you know, there's a lot of, uh, messaging about the health of our environment and the waters, the directions things are going that, yeah. are, that just isn't, isn't accurate. Um, and you know, we really have to, have to fight that. Um, there's a lot of, we're spending this much money okay. without ever talking about the results of that money. Um, when they're spending, you know, our money, the taxpayer, yeah, money, yeah. you know, like you, you have a, a business, yeah. you know, if an employee came to you and said, hey, good, good news, Josh, I spent a million dollars. You would okay, ask yeah. what you got for that. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And if they were like, well, the problem's worse than it was when I started, you'd probably not you know applaud them but essentially that's what we do you know we applaud our state agencies for spending money even if the things that they're supposed to spend that money on are just getting worse Um, and we need to focus on much more effective solutions um you you know we really need to focus on like we were talking about before preventing pollution before it gets into the aquifer
1: being proactive Um, with it yeah yeah Yeah. i mean
0: you know it's it's so hard to clean the water once it's already polluted yeah and right now that's just where a lot of our funding and resources goes and we just need to change that to try to to prevent more yeah that. exactly yeah. be more proactive about how we address these issues um, you know and understand that that's gonna have a cost but it but but the benefit is yeah. going to be so much greater yeah. than the cost and, and I mean economically you know water is what makes Florida great I mean well, it really is I,
1: I was gonna ask you so like I mean, outside of, like, I mean, for whatever reason, if somebody's here visiting Florida and they're not really, like, they're not on this, like, they just go to Disney World and they go to Miami Beach and they could care less about the springs. They don't care about man. Not that they, like, hate the springs and they hate manatees, but, like, they don't really have, they've never experienced it. They don't really, like, I mean, I, I guess maybe a tourist isn't a good example, but, like, like for somebody who lives here who maybe has has never experienced a spring doesn't really care they're just like yeah like if a couple manatees die no big deal like i mean why should somebody like that care beyond taking care of the environment and having these places last longer than their lifetime yeah like what why would somebody care beyond that yeah, it's
0: like, our drinking water okay so if you screwed up too bad um you know, you're going to end up with a real, real problem.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and, and you know, we kind of just take for granted, especially if you live in South Florida, that, like, water always comes out of your tap, although they've had some things in Palm Beach County where that literally hasn't been true, and they've had to have water restrictions. Um, wow. But, but, you know, a lot of people up in this area have private wells and have to have them, you know, re yeah. deeper yeah. because of all of the commercial pumping has drained the aquifer down to where, you know their wells no
1: longer good and they have to get to a, a deeper source in right order and to i mean you know, you could, you know and
0: it's a big aquifer but every drop we take out of it should have come out of spring
1: okay
0: um and you know i when you would you know all these rivers empty into the ocean um and into our the gulf into estuaries um you know, I'm sure there's some people that don't care about water at all in Florida, mm-hmm. but I really think they're the minority. Like, like okay. whether you're going out fishing, you're going on a boat, you're going to the beach, you're water skiing, like, you're kayaking. Like, most people in Florida have some relationship to the water, and you know, if they don't, I kind of feel bad for them. Yeah, um, I don't know I what mean, you're doing here. Yeah, um, I mean,
1: honestly, like, if, if you're not, again, yeah, maybe people just are content with Disney World and yeah. all the other things I guess you can do in Florida but but it's like I I mean yeah the big part of Florida is water like going to the beach or experiencing like what you're saying yeah going like water skiing or or I mean taking a boat out for fourth of July right I mean the
0: water brings more people here than the amusement parks you know and when you look at the water across the state and uh, there's a there's a a dive shop um, not too far from here and I think they've had people from like over 90 countries like, you know, Visit, f- yeah. yeah, here, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, this is you no, know, you know, 90 countries. Um, yeah. So, you know, obviously no one spring is going to be Disney, but you take the beaches and the Everglades and the Keys and the fishing and, yeah. you know, um, and that's what we're jeopardizing. Like, we're not just jeopardizing the fact that this looks pretty, you know, yeah. we're jeopardizing our economy and our, and our drinking water and we're doing it for very short term, you know, gains yeah. um, to allow some people who are already very wealthy to become more wealthy um, and then they use our tax dollars, you know, once the damage has already happened to try to, to try to repair it. Um, you know, if, if that's the way it's going to be, our, our tax dollars will be better off spent just stopping it in the first place. Yeah. Um, you know, rather than pay to clean the mess, pay to prevent it. I that's think that's true. what we're going to have to do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, there, there's so many different like levels and layers to all of this. And I feel like you could literally sit here and just talk about it forever. Um, I mean, it, it, yeah, it, I feel like it, it, it's almost kind of a little, like, it's kind of disheartening in a way, a little bit, just kind of, like, seeing the yeah, direction the, the of things. The great thing but about
0: it, though, is, like, and the reason that I do this work is, yeah. like, nothing's more fixable than the springs, right? Um, you, If you reduce the pumping and you reduce the pollution, the springs bounce back. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of, just like I said, they're kind of hard to protect because you have to protect everything around them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the ability to restore them is, is really there. You know, it's not a tree that can be cut down. Um, you know, you can kill a spring um, okay. if you really pump too much water. Or phosphate mining is really a great way to, yeah. to kill a spring. Um, but, you know, there's no reason why 20 years from now, silver couldn't look better than it did 20 years ago. Um, we just have to, and we know what we need to do. Right. And, you know, we just have to have the will to do it. Okay. And, and the truth is that a Florida where this spring and our other springs are restored is not going to look like a different Florida outside of the springs. You know, this isn't, yeah. you know, restoring our springs isn't going to cause any economic oh, hardships yeah. so, or, you know, the, the, we just need to get back to a balance that we had forever. Yeah. Right. You know, Florida, we should be able to have a, a strong, robust economy and healthy water. You know, I, I think that some folks want to pretend like there's, you can only choose one or the other. Yeah. So if you're arguing for the environment, you're arguing against I the guess, economy. And yeah. you know, I've lived in Florida my whole life. I have a daughter. I'm sure she's going to live here. You know, I, 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 I care as much as anyone about, about Florida's economy. Um, I just also think there's more to it um, and that we need to balance that with our water resources and that, you know, if people want to pollute and want to use water, there needs to be a cost. Yeah. You know, to make sure that we have the funds then to, to restore everything.
1: Very true. Well, I appreciate all your information and for coming out. I know you had a little bit of a drive. I know you said you're used to it, but it, like, is awesome that you literally came out here just to do this. So um, I just want to say thank you so much for, for coming out here, for doing this, and, um, like, not just for the podcast, but just personally. Like, I learned so much from – any anytime I hear you talk, like, whether it's another podcast or any – like, I mean, I've, I've watched a lot of the things that you've done with, um, just, I don't know. I, I just, I, I want to say thank you for coming out and I do, um, appreciate it. And I always take away something incredible every time you talk and, and, Having this conversation is awesome so thank you thank
0: you so much yeah. it's great to be here and you know we love having you in the florida springs council family uh yeah and, you know all the stuff you help us with um, yeah and if people want to check out more about my work you can go to floridaspringscouncil.org um, we have a totally free membership unlike most nonprofits. we don't want money to get in the way of people learning about and advocating for the springs so you can go on there um, like i said legislative session is, is probably going on Um, when this airs, so it's a great time to sign up and you can help us, you know, try to do good things for the springs, uh, get us more money and and get us more protection and stop some of those um, bad bills. So, you know, um, anybody who takes time to be out on a spring, you know, it's a great way to to get connected to not just the beauty of it, but also, you know, everything that's going around that's affecting them in your area.
1: Yeah, very cool. Well, thank you again, Ryan, so much. Thanks, Josh.